Hey, this is Nathan Elias and I'm one of the pastors at Good Oak Christian Center. I want to welcome you to our podcast. We are all about giving hope and healing people and believe God is going to use this word to touch your life today. So let's get started and enjoy this message. I want you to go to the word of God with me this morning and I want to share with you from the book of Exodus chapter 4. It's an amazing story of Moses, who we know was pulled out of the river and uh, by Pharaoh's daughter and raised in Pharaoh's house, had the finest education, graduated from the finest universities that there were in Egypt. And he finds himself in the wilderness because he's been accused of defending his people. And I want to go to the part of the story where Moses now is in the wilderness. And some of us feel like we're in a wilderness experience. We know the call of God. We know the purpose of God. God has a purpose for you. He has a plan for you. He has a strategy for your, for your life. And in Exodus chapter 4, we can go to verse 1, and Moses answered, and, and he's talking to God, and he says, Moses said, but suppose they will not believe me or listen to my voice, because God's asked him to go back to Egypt and set his people free. And Moses begins to make excuses, much like I think you and I are good at making excuses. We can judge others by what they do, but we can judge ourselves by our intentions, you know. We can look at people rioting and going into stores and taking what doesn't belong to them. But sometimes we have to start with our own hearts and what's in us and if given the right opportunities what would our responses be and so here Moses says but suppose they won't believe me or listen to my voice and suppose they say the Lord hasn't appeared to you what if they say God didn't speak to you and uh, he goes on and the Lord said to him in verse 2 and I want to ask you this today what is in your hand what is in your hand what has God put in your hand what gift what ability as as my brother Victor was sharing he said what is it in your hand God's going to use to rebuild your life you know they've been calling this the great reset I'm saying this is going to be the greatest rebuild of our lives we might have smart start with nothing but God's going to use this to build a mighty army and he said what is in your hand and he said it's a rod and this rod spoke of his identity it spoke of where he'd been what he'd accomplished his his uh, you know kind of like your ID and my ID or our passports where we've come from. This was his ID. And uh, D.L. Moody said, it took 40 years for Moses to be trained to be somebody. 
And then he was in Egypt for 40 years. And then he fled from Egypt and he went into the wilderness for 40 years. And then he had to discover in the wilderness that he was nobody. But the next 40 years, D.L. Moody said, he was going to discover what God could do with nobody. And let me tell you, you might have come through difficult, a difficult situation, difficult place, might be a wilderness experience, but you're going to find out what God can do with the nobody. He started out 40 years being somebody. Then he discovered he was nobody. He has this encounter with the fiery bush that was on fire and it didn't burn. And he discovered what God could do with somebody who was a nobody. So in Exodus, he said, what is in your hand? And he said, well, it's, it's a rod. And it spoke of his authority. And then God said to him, reach out your, and, he, and, he, and God said to him, throw it on the ground. You see, you've got to let go of everything that you are. I have to let go of everything that I am. Put it in the hands of God. Let it go. You know, there's that little song that all of our children watch. Elsa sings, let it go, let it go. That's why they couldn't put any balloons in her hands, evidently, because she would sing, let it go. (laughs) But he had to let, he had to let that rod go. He had to let his own identity go. The place that he felt secure. The place that he felt was his sufficiency. The place that he felt confident And the Bible says, God said to him, throw it on the ground. Give it to me. And God's asking you to give him yourself today. Give him everything that you are. And he said, give it to me. And when he threw it on the ground, the Bible says it became a snake. It became something he never dreamed possible. And the, Bible, and the Bible goes on to say he ran from it. He was afraid of it. But then God said to him, reach out your hand and pick it up by the tail. <laughs> Do something that's entirely unlikely. Do something that pushes you out of your comfort zone. Do something that's daring and dangerous. I'm tired of everybody telling me, be safe, be safe, be safe. I don't want to live safe. I want to be like Peter. Jump out of the boat and see Jesus and walk on the water because that's where he's called us as the church. Amen. And he fled from it and he grabbed it by the tail. Now, I don't know if I would have what it took right then and there grab a snake by the tail because usually the snake handlers have got a special stick and they push their head down and they grab it in a special way so that it can't be it can't bite them but let me take this is God illustrating to you and I that he will take the impossible the place where your greatest fear is 
and he can turn it into a miracle. And he reached out and it became a rod in his hand. It gave him a greater authority. The Bible says it became a rod in his hand. He took that thing by the tail, upside down. God's turning everything upside down in yours and my world. The Bible says that everything that can be shaken, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 27. We can go there in closing. Hebrews chapter 12, 27. Pick that thing up by the, by the tail. Shake it. It's going to become your rod of authority. And with that rod, he walked back into Egypt and he defied the gods of Egypt. And let me tell you, in this season where we've been shaken as a nation, shaken as a church, shaken as individuals, we're picking that snake up by the tail, upside down. And, you know, Catherine Kuhlman, a great healing evangelist, she used to say, God... Take me and shake me upside down so that everything that is not of you will leave and only what is of you will remain. And that's what this beautiful passage in Hebrews chapter 12, 27 says. It's a prophetic word, yet one small remove. Re- indicates the removal of those things being shaken as of the things that are made, that all things that cannot be shaken will remain. The thing that will remain is the kingdom of God in you and me. In this season, we're studying through our life groups anchored in Jesus. Jesus will not be shaken in the midst of the storm will not be shaken because we've stepped into the miracle zone. Well, you, he said, pick up that snake by the tail, turn it upside down. God's turning it upside down and it's going to become a rod of authority in your hand and you're going to walk out and do miracles that you never dreamed possible. Like David said, who are you to defy the armies of the living God? Today, I will cut off your head and I will feed you to the birds of the air. The very threats that the world has made against you and against your life and against the church. We will see God intervene on behalf of of the church of the living God. We will not be shaken. And and, uh, Psalm 46 verse 5, if we can read that in closing this morning, God is in the midst of her. Talking about the church. She shall not be moved. God shall help her. Just at the break of dawn. They say it's always darkest before the dawn. Might be dark right now, but God will help you. He is a present help in time of trouble. So yes, is our nation in trouble? Yes, it's in trouble. But you and I, as the church of the living God, 
We are hearing God's voice like Moses did. We're going to step out with the authority of God. Pick up that rod. (laughs) The rod of authority. And we're going to walk out and we'll see God do miracles. If he multiplied the loaves and fishes for Jesus, he's going to multiply them for you. If there was money to be paid, he went fishing with Peter and they found money in the fish's mouth. Let me tell you, a big furry dog could come running down the road with a paper bag in his mouth full of money. Who who sent the dog? I don't know. But let me tell you, God has his angels. God has secret angels. God has connected you to brothers and sisters in the church. And in these last days, we will not be shaken because we are men and women of the living God. Let's pray together. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you today that you can turn every mess into a miracle. Right now, things might look a mess, but I thank you that this is our hour of greatest miracles. That when Moses stepped out and that rod turned into a snake and you said, pick it up by the tail. You turned everything upside down and our world has been turned upside down People are saying wrong is right and right is wrong and left is right and right is left. We don't know what to believe, but we put our confidence in your word. Your word will never fail us. And so today, Lord, I thank you for your people. I thank you that we will see miracles that in unusual places, who would have thought that God could use a rod in the way that he did in the life of Moses. You too have a rod. Father, I thank you again. We pray for those today watching who are sick in body. You touch the lungs. You touch the bodies. You touch men and women's throats you touch their homes you walk in with miracles of divine provision in the name of Jesus of Nazareth in this season where things are shaken upside down this is our time to take the limits of you We refuse to look at government as our solution. We thank you that as the people of God, our eyes are on you. In Jesus' name, amen. The Lord bless you. Thank you so much for being with us this morning. I know that God's word is revolutionary. God asks us to do revolutionary things. And in these hours, this is yours and my finest hour. This is the hour of God's church and God's army rising, where we will see amazing miracles. You know, I was thinking about George Mueller. He was a man in England. God called him to build orphanages. He didn't have much money. And some days those little children would sit at their lunch table and they wouldn't have any lunch to eat. 
And he'd say, we're going to bow our heads and pray and thank the Lord. And in the time that it took for them to say their grace, a man who was driving past with his carriage delivering bread and milk to a store, suddenly that carriage broke down. The wheel came off. And he couldn't allow the bread and milk to be spoiled. So he came and knocked on the door. And he said, do you need some food? George Mueller said, God sent you. And let me tell you, in this, this hour, I want you to write in, I want you to tell us of the times that God is sending people to you. God is sending people to me. Let's look up, full of hope. People are talking down about South Africa. Some people, Pastor Vic, they can't even get on. They can't wait to get on the plane. When's the ne- next flight out? Let me tell you, we're not, we've got nowhere to go. <laughs> we're, we're here. God's blessing us here. For those of you who are thinking of leaving, well, well, well. You think it's better in Japan? Uh, I, I think whoever thinks about leaving, don't sell your house. You can't afford it when you want to come back. <laughs> <laughs> you want. This nation is about to be blessed. If you run, it's your own thing. I say stay and fight. Stay and fight the good fight of faith. Amen. The Lord bless you. I love you. I don't. If you enjoy today's podcast, there are a couple of things we would like you to do. Take a moment to subscribe and review this podcast. You can also help us reach more by investing today. Just go to our website www.ghcc.tv forward slash giving. The link is in the description. Thank you so much and we look forward to connecting with you soon.